You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now on the line, I'm joined by Jessica Val from Save Dunedin Live Music. Atamariye, buddy, how you doing? I'm good, Jamie. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I'm great. Right. Oh, excuse me. Um, it's time to get on the picket lines, pal. We're going protesting. <laughs> We're going protesting this weekend. Why? Yeah. Why, are we, why, are we, why are we marching? Why are we marching? Well, we you know, there's a long existence of this specific venue within Dunedin, the Crown yeah, Hotel, yes, obviously, yes, yes. Uh, which is being threatened by DCC developers due to a new... Ah, uh, the DCC and developers, rather, not the DCC developers. Yeah. Uh, just due to a new building that's set to be built, thanks, Mac, next door to the venue. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it is a mixture of apartments and, like, retail business, so not really an ideal situation for a loud music venue to have three apartments right next door to it with noise complaints and all of that jazz. For the the most part, the retail's okay, but we're we're really concerned about the residential side of things. And, you know, people have the right to live wherever they like. Urban development and urban living is cool. I used to live on George Street. It was great. It was noisy. Put up with the noise. Hmm. I moved into George Street. I knew what I was getting myself into. You know, I didn't move there and then go, oh, I can't believe it's noisy. What's yeah. going on here? This is weird. I'm going to do something about this. You understand where you're moving. Uh, and, you know, and I moved into an old building, uh, you know, and one of those old flats up the stairs. Um, and, but now, you know, these these new builds, and if you, you're building in, a new build into a, an area that has an historic setting to it, like the live yeah. venues, um, that area... Uh, and the the exchange, you know, formerly the stock exchange, then at one stage was the entertainment hub of Otipote. Um for, for a long time. Yeah, Empire just down the road, music club around the corner. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that I probably don't know about as well. Um, and so it's got that heritage, and you'd think that when you when you're building into that kind of area, you would be prepared to go along with with that and what comes with it. So you'd want parameters yeah. built into um, existing consent laws, right? Pretty much. So, you know, we, we're under, you know, we believe that there needs to be options for addressing these threats specifically to entertainment districts within the city. Um, so on the table at the next two GP variations, we want the council to address the issues with town planning so that, you know, they, that the... The uh, developers are taking some of that onus of, you know, building within their new builds, having the soundproofing that's better for this sort of thing. Because currently it's just, I, I can't remember the, um, you know, the things off the top of my head, but like there's, there's no actual noise parameters in place for venues and things like that when it comes to noise control at the moment. It's basically just a, if the sound control person finds you a nuisance on the night, you know, they'll just sort of describe that and can come in and issue fines and yeah. things like that. So, it's, you know, we're, we're wanting the council to sort of address fixing the city's issues around noise control and, um, you know, taking that commitment towards the music action plan that we've sort of been working on with them for the last 18 months yeah. and just sort of, you know, include us and these sorts of things. For, you know, for a city that prides itself on its arts and culture, it's 
um, you know, the, the heritage of the Dunedin sound and things like that, you know, they, they need to step it up. And yeah. we should be in line with other musical cities that balance the needs of both residential requirements and arts and culture. So. Like we have zoning for we have zoning for a reason, right? There's residential zo- right, zoning yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So if you live in a, a residential area, you're not going to expect that some industrial building is going to be built next door to your house because no. it's zoned that way. That area is zoned residential. So why are we not doing it the same for, for this kind of thing? This zone is, you know, some kind of noise zone or something like that. This is yeah. uh, urban entertainment area. That's right, yeah. You know, so, not just you commercial. Know, yeah, there, there's, you know, there should be some minimal requirements around acoustic insulation and, you know, like even though the that this build is being put next to a long existing music venue with, you know, loud music that happens there three, four days a week, you know, there, there's nothing within requirements currently to state that that sort of insulation needs to be put in. So these people are building these apartments with minimal, you know, insulation, and it's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. it then becomes a problem of the venue, which doesn't seem fair, in my opinion, because it's been there longer, you know? Yeah. Well, if it was the other way around, right, we would expect a venue, if it was a new build venue, we would expect that venue to do this stuff, to well, put exactly in right. a noise insulation, to put in triple glazing and things like that. Yeah. So why does it not go the other way, you know? Like, I'm sure that there will be glazing and all that sort of thing within, you know, the majority of that building, but there's just, with those with those requirements that it's currently sitting at, it's just not enough to block out that sort of, those vibrations that will come from, you know, your, your instruments and your subs and things like that, like, yeah. Yeah. So is this uh, protest on Sunday a call to kind of, um, you know, just to get the A into G a little bit in in terms of coming back to the table and talking around putting this in? Because there has been conversation, as we said, uh, with the DCC and there is some plans at looking at some stuff. But bureaucracy takes so long and we don't have long. Yeah, the the process. So the, yeah, like basically we just want to make some noise to say, you know, we're we're still here. Obviously we're pretty pissed off that, you know, we, after working with the council for the safety months on this plan, um, you know, we found out about this through the ODT article that came out that probably everybody found out that this development was going next to the Crown. So that was pretty, you know, annoying for us to, after spending all this time, working alongside council and different members on the Save Dunedin Music Action Plan to find out that way about this. Um, But also, yeah, we just want them to recognise that, you know, they've committed to doing that and we want to continue to try and fix these noise and sound issues because it's a huge, huge thing for the arts and culture scene. You know, like it's, it's just massive and I can't believe that. Well, we sell it. The city sells it. You know, I know, they they, they talk do. about you know n- not just the Dunedin sound and the music side of thing, but you know uh, music that came before that, and not just that, the arts as well. Francis Hodgkins, yeah. our writers, Janet Frame, you know uh, Ralph Hotri, you know all all yeah. you know these these things we pride ourselves on and we push That's them right. forward. But it's okay. I feel like sometimes we look at the past and go, that was amazing, and look at these these giants that we can hold up. But screw the future; it's not the same as what it was back in my day. So I don't care about it now 
that's exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, for, for someone, for a city who does sell that side of things, it's disappointing to see the lack of support around it. So, yeah. you know, we're just trying to, trying to get that point across, I suppose. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, um, yeah, just put in some soundproofing. Uh, but we see this kind of gentrification all over the place. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, not just in terms of, um, you know, we look at King's Arms as a prime example in Aotearoa. Yeah. Um, that was a, a, a sad, sad ending to that great, once great venue. And we've seen it in Otapote as well. We've seen mm. the recent things of Dog With Two Tails. Um, I, when I used to DJ, you know, no one knows about this, but when I used to play at Moveri a lot, you know, would have the sound people come, and sometimes yeah. you take the speakers because there's a motel like just a block Black away. Around. You know, yeah, and I remember that. And why isn't that motel when it was put into that building? Why <laughs> it didn't need to be soundproof? But I'm sure they hear all the cars going down the road. But be, by God, the music! Wow, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, and then you see great examples of it with um, Western Springs Mo- uh, Speedway in Auckland, mm. uh, Fenulpai Air Force Base. I think it's Fenulpai, or maybe it was Ohakia. No, I think it was Fenulpai, um, where um, houses, urban de- um, re- residential development was encroaching on the airfield because, you know, it's Auckland, you've got, you know, new builds, blah, 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 blah. People ended up moving next, you know, building new houses next to the to this Air Force Army Base, Air Force Base. And now they can only fly at certain times at night. You know, yeah. they've got to, they've got to stop flying at this time and start f- flying at this time of the morning. And I know that's the air force; it's a different thing, but it's the same kind of thing. It was a noise <laughs> issue. But you moved there; you knew that's there was right. an airport there. Like you, you know, a developer chose to build there. It's ridiculous. And the same thing is is, is happening here. Uh, and you know, it's one of our last great venues. It's the oldest continuously open open bar in Dunedin now, I believe. Yeah, it's it's like the only constant. You know, like there's there's been this continuous cycle. And my experience is being involved with the music scene for the period of time that I have. You know, you have you know things shut down, and there's not a lot of places to play, and house parties come back, and that kind of a thing. But the crowd. Always, always <laughs> been there, you know, yes. and they just have everything, and it's easy for musicians to play there. And Jones is just such a wonderful, wonderful host, yes. you know, like it. It needs to be protected. Will there be savouries? Will there be savouries? <laughs> um, hey, you have to come down and find out. Yeah, there's a lot. There's going to be a lot going on. Um, so it's just just twelve till two, um, but we've got a bunch of really great uh, speakers lined up to just sort of highlight different issues and we've got some killer bands yes. that are going to play which is cool free concert yeah pretty much um, so Bliss Point's going to play oh rad awesome uh, Dale Kerrigan mm. and Coizilla are going to play mm-hmm. uh, Black Sail House is going to play mm-hmm. and the fabulous Molly Divine will be playing also amazing what a great oh, lineup. So, yeah, great, great sort of eclectic mix of things. A little bit of something for everyone. Yeah, yeah, and a yeah. Great sort of um, you know showcase of what the music scene has to offer. That's right, the music scene now. You know, it's, yeah, it's that's impo- right. It's as important as it ever has been. It's as creative as it ever has been. And even if you're not a fan of the music or a fan, you know, you've never been to the Crown and it's not your kind of thing. It's just around what's happening that you should be really worried about. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, if you're a fan of music and you like going to gigs, yeah. I would recommend coming down and 
showing your support, you know? Yeah, well, if you're just a fan of, you know, not letting the bureaucracy and developers claim <laughs> yeah. up, you know, sites that are culturally important or That's important right. in any way, shape or form, come down. Even if you don't like the music, put some plugs in, just show your support, be there. Yeah. Um, you know, the more feet, the more people that they see, the more important, you know, the more... Uh, they'll, they'll, they might get the message potentially, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. hopefully. Um, amazing, amazing. So yeah. when, when, what time on Sunday? Uh, so this Sunday, the seventh of August, and it'll be kicking off at twelve pm, uh, and then we'll be winding things up at about two o'clock. Amazing! It's going to be great. Um, well, hey, thank you. I'll see you there, buddy. Uh, so everybody get down to the Octagon for this protest. Like we said, whether or not the Crown is your space that you that you enjoy things in, it's it's more than just the Crown. I mean, it is the Crown, but it's everything around it as well. Just the um, you know the the bureaucracy and and um, the gentrification and everything. We can't let this stuff continue. It's destroyed Cuba Street. It's destroyed many different amazing art spaces, creative spaces around the world. It's happening here. Uh, right, we're gonna play. I'm gonna play Maximum Wage from Night Lunch, who play oh, nice. a lot at the Crown. They love it. Yeah, hey, thanks, Jess. It. See you on hey, Sunday. Thank you, Jamie. See you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.